0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about Titans being weak in Destiny. Hear me out. I got to explain a lot of this. People are going to run to the comments and be like, what are you talking about? If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. Uh, And that's with all of my content. If you hit like and subscribe on YouTube or share it with other people, that helps me out a lot. And if I'm not live on Twitch, you can always hit that follow button, the little heart button. You can do that right now too if you're live. So why am I saying Titans are weak in PvP? Titans are too weak is really what I'm saying. It's not that they're trash or they're terrible. They're just too weak. They don't really bring a lot. Now I know a lot of people are gonna say, what are you talking about? They're incredibly strong in PvP. I play all the time on Titan. I don't have any problems. You gotta hear me out here, okay, because I think there's 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 mistakes that people are making in this argument, and they're misunderstanding me, and you gotta give me time to kind of make my case, and then you can kind of probably see where I'm going, because I'm thinking long-term. The context of this discussion is, if we get more things like Heroic Menagerie and Contest Modifier, and they really lean into MMORPG themes and difficult settings if they do that in shadowkeep and beyond i think titans need some help right now because warlocks and hunters are pretty strong i even think there's a subclass for the warlocks that also needs a little bit of help as well and we're going to walk through this so first i do want to talk about pvp and pve there are distinct differences in the classes right now depending on what you play and how you play PvP and PvE are quite a bit different with respect to how strong or weak certain subclasses or classes feel. Second, I want to talk about how to help, what needs to be done. You know, a lot of people are blaming Well of Radiance, saying it's too strong. It almost makes all the other subclasses in general not feel even worth using in endgame PvE. And then lastly, I want to talk about what's the real culprit. I'm going to save that for the end. I think the real culprit here is something that a lot of people aren't really catching on to. It's not necessarily that the attunements and the subclasses themselves themselves are bad there are other contributing factors here that need to be pointed out and said this is the real problem this is the real culprit and how could they then take things up a notch so first and foremost in PVP and PvE I know that Titans are strong in PVP okay they especially with one-eyed mask shoulder charge their barrier you know their barriers that they can put up their 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 towering walls uh, and then even Pulse nades are still very very strong in PVP especially if you run with two of them i know people like to run bottom tree. I like running top tree in PvP because you get shoulder charge and you get two nades. Those nades are excellent to throw on rifts, to throw on other people's barricades and towering walls. Like Pulse nades are very, very strong still. Shoulder charge obviously is very, very dominant in in an aggressive meta where people are charging with shotguns and Lord of Wolves. And then One-Eyed Mask take things up even more. I mean, if you took One-Eyed Mask away, I do think Titans wouldn't be as strong in PvP, and that's kind of that's kind of hinting at the problem, right? If without exotics some of these things wouldn't even be going on. And especially with Titans, when you go into PvP, take away one eyed mask and even in PvP, they're not quite as strong as some of the other classes, especially some of the other supers. Some of the supers are very very strong. From warlocks and hunters, spectral blades and, you know, nova warp are are nice. And then obviously Dawnblade is still very, very strong. There's a lot of things that the other classes have in PvP. They don't even really need an exotic to be strong in PvP. Titans feel like they kind of have to lean on One-Eyed Mask. They feel like a detriment in endgame PvE. And I know a lot of people are going to run in the comments be like, dude, what are you talking about? I run Titan all the time. I run Bottom Tree Hammers. I run Middle Tree Sentinel. And it's not that bad at all. The real test and the real thing that you want to look at is... Go into heroic menagerie. Go into some place where you're going to be delted. You're going to take a ton of damage, and you're really going to need to try to survive as well as do a, as, as well as do a lot of damage. A lot of times, that's where the pain point comes from, right? You need to do a lot of damage, and you're taking lots of damage. Go in with all titans. Go into reckoning. Go into heroic menagerie with all titans, and you'll feel that they're weaker. Now, sure, you might be like, well, we were able to do it. We were able to pull it off. They're still going to feel weaker compared to going in with all Warlocks, going in with all Hunters. That's when you really start to see that Titans don't quite have enough in their corner. And you can only really start to see that when you rip the other subclasses out and go you know you go into reckoning tier 3 with just titans you really start to see that when certain pain points are applied in the end game which is primarily this is what bungie's dialing up right is delta scaling which is high damage from the enemies and you doing less damage whenever they dial in that is their form of difficulty Titans really start, start to lose their traction and they really start to feel a lot weaker. And if you go into content that you're, you're unfamiliar with, go into like when we were doing Outbreak Perfected's mission or Whisper and you're unfamiliar with the content, go in with Titans instead of Warlocks and Hunters and you again start to see they just don't quite have enough in their corner. I'm not saying they're garbage or trash. I think they need a couple knobs turned up and they need a little bit of help because the other subclasses are so significantly better what do they offer that is in line with how strong they were in d1 or what do they offer that's in line with the current strength of warlocks and hunters that's the real question you should be asking because people are like well rally barricade well rifts with luna superior the rift is healing you or making you stronger and it's going to reload the weapon same with well of radiance and so rally barricade's kind of like not even as good as what a warlock can say oh i can do that but i can do it better and that's one of the main issues that we're dealing with here is even what the titan can bring at times it's not necessarily as good as what the other guys have because people like well what about melting point melting point is one thing that only really comes into play when you're trying to burn and melt a boss and you don't even need it really anymore because if you run the proper builds with well you're going to do enough damage you don't need melting point melting points not adding to add control survivability Uh, you know supporting the team it only helps in one instance which is maximum dps and even that's not necessary it takes that person out of the damage pool they're not in the well of radiance they're going to do their melting point they might die from knockback they might die because they're charging out of the well and you know if it's again if it's in a challenging environment with high damage from the enemies and you know survivability being prized that's why this is important if beyond you know shadow keep and further down the road in destiny they start leaning more into the mmo hardcore RPG feel Titans need help. So secondly how to help what should we do first without getting into specifics? I think each strong PvE subclass on hunters and warlocks needs to go untouched leave them the frick alone Because right now if you look at warlocks their arc subclass ain't that great in PvE and their void subclass Since they nerf skull is a little bit less appealing devour is still a really strong build I'll grant you that but because of nerfs to how strong warlock subclasses were now you're kind of just always running well and and to a certain degree warlocks are kind of boring right now in pve truth be told because nothing else is as strong as well so I want to leave the really strong pve subclasses and builds alone and start raising the others don't start nerfing okay raise void again give me a strong pve void warlock give me a strong arc and for frick's sakes titans don't really have anything that stands apart they don't have anything that's like a celestial or a Rig's Tether or Raiden Flux Arc. They don't have anything that's like a well. Well with Luna. Even well right now with Phoenix Protocol and Bad Juju is insanely strong. So we don't even really need to get into specifics. Titans just need equal strength in PvE so look at void solar and arc and then just say how can we match the other subclasses efficiency how can we bring this up and don't just look at you know Titans I think Titans are just the least represented right now in endgame PvE like I said even look at warlocks look at their arc and void subclasses and say what can we do now a lot of what you're probably already sensing if you really think about this and start to try to troubleshoot this you start to realize what the real culprit is What is the real culprit? That's the last part here. The real culprit and the real cause of some of these problems is exotic armor. Exotic armor is the actual cause of this. Well of Radiance is is good by default, but tether, it ain't as good as a rigs tether. Celestial Nighthawk completely changed what a hunter can do with DPS. Raiden flux, okay? I mean and then and then Skull before it got nerfed. Geomags could maybe afford to be given like the cold heart treatment that the longer the beam is on a boss, like you get a damage buff over time, that'd be really cool. Like bring that cold heart sustained damage, add that to like, you know, geomags or something like that. So, when you think about that, the real culprit is exotic armor. So, the solution here might not even be to completely retool and change attunements. It might be time to start thinking about exotics that can do that. Maybe there are current exotics in the titan's, you know, armory that could be broughten up, given some strength, given some influ- influence. Give, give some of his exotics the influence that Riggs tether and and Phoenix, and Luna Faction, and Celestial, and, you know, Raidenflux, bring some of those those armor pieces for the Titan up to make him stronger. He could afford some attunement changes, he could afford maybe his hammers to be stronger, they got nerfed because of PvP, and some other things that just don't really feel strong right now, but at a ground level, I do think exotic armor is the culprit. So, Attunements and subclasses and supers should be brought up to match like how good Well is, and then beyond that, I think exotics need to be retooled so that everything, there's a bunch of moving parts. Oh, you took off rigs, no worries, you got this. You took off, you know, Phoenix Protocol or Luna factions, no worries, you got this for Arc or this for Void, because when Skull got nerfed, basically everybody running Warlock just fled to using Well's. So, right now, I would say attunements and exotics need to be raised to match other things that are really, really strong right now. So, there's more options, more versatility, and more variety. And then that would empower Bungie to create more challenging end game content like heroic menagerie or using the contest modifier to just apply a delta that could be like your heroic rage, just apply the contest modifier you 750 everything 765 they could do that if they really started to raise some of the subclasses attunements and exotics to be equal to each other if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always catch me live twitch.tv slash say no to rage as with all my content I appreciate you listening and watching please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about Titans are weak. I argued that they were really weak in endgame PvE content, hoping to see some improvements for them. I know they're strong in PvP. That's not really what we were talking about. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. Twitch.tv slash rage If I'm not live, click that follow button. If you're here live right now, click the follow button. It's the little heart button. If you're watching on YouTube, hit like and subscribe. That helps me out. So we're going to jump right into the questions because I do want to get to the other new segment that i'm launching will uh, will be doing that shortly so let's jump in here from red raptor do you think a good change for titans is if thundercrash got a huge pve damage buff and an increased health when you use it to help with survivability in in general i i think what we what we landed on at the end of the talk was that exotics are the real culprit i know that well of radiance is like universally strong but celestial rigs Luna Faction, Phoenix, these are, these are exotics that change the nature of just how strong they are in endgame, and right now, we don't really have that for the Titan, the Titan has one-eyed mask, and that makes him really, really strong in PvP, you take one-eyed mask away, Titans are still pretty strong in PvE, they got shoulder charge, they got a good super that lasts forever, if you don't want the super that lasts forever, you can run shoulder charge and two pulse nades, like, he's got a lot of things working in his favor, hammers aren't too bad in PvP, Uh, and then, you know, obviously the slam can last forever and it's, uh, it's good for shutdowns. So, even if you take One-Eyed Mask away, Titans are okay in PvP, but One-Eyed Mask takes them up a notch, right? It's one of the main things people complain about in PvP. Conversely, exotics in PvE are some of the main differences between what a Titan and a Hunter and a Warlock can do. I put out the idea, this is just one off the top of my head, when you run the Titan subclass where he can throw the hammer as his melee and go pick it back up, imagine if there was an exotic pair of gauntlets where you could hold down melee, charge that up, and then throw it at a boss, and now it's a one-off that you can't pick back up, and it does like a debuff, it's melting point essentially, if you could apply melting point from far away, now you got a reason to run Titan in the end game he stands in your well, he chucks that thing he has to wear that exotic so he has to take off one eyed mask and now he's got an end game PvE build that you might consider building, now if they just do that but they don't look at the attunement they don't look at the super, you know we might want to see a little bit more done with the super maybe, I don't know how good excuse me, burning maul is I just don't like using it, I felt like every time I used it, it just wasn't very strong it was difficult to like wield it it was difficult to kind of like know where I was going with it And so I think that that would be a start, though. That would be a start. Titan armor that would give you some form of endgame utility that it doesn't presently have the way that Luna Faction, Phoenix, Riggs, and Celestial do the same. Because I even said during the talk, and even in the in-between, I want to see people not just always running a well on Warlocks. Warlocks have honestly become just as boring. I mean, they just always run well. What if you could run an exotic that changed Dawnblade into a piercing sword that was like Celestial? You throw one giant sword, pierces the boss, does a lot of damage, and then adds like a debuff and a bleed or something. It wouldn't do as much as Celestial, but that'd be the idea, right? It would would whittle, it would take Dawnblade down into a PvE DPS debuff, you know, attack. So we're not all running well. Geomags could make, you know, chaos reach be like the cold heart and the longer you keep chaos reach on a boss you get some damage buff so suddenly chaos reach could be equal to or close to equal to a celestial again i want to see other subclasses other than rigs tether and a well and then celestial if you're trying to do dips like that's the big issue is that there's just not enough variety and titans in many respects are the worst in end game pve they're the worst Warlocks are similar in that if you don't run well, you feel like you're kind of wasting your your warlock. Oh, I'm gonna run Chaos Reach. Why the frick are you doing that? I'm gonna run Tickle Fingers. What? I'm gonna run Dawnblade. Why? You're in the end game of PVE. What are you doing? Warlocks are whittled down and narrow and boring too. Titans, I just think, are the biggest example, right? They're the biggest example of they don't bring the strength and the power that those other subclasses do in endgame PVE content. They need help. They need some exotics. They need some utility because in PVP they're 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 great, but in PVE they just they have melting point. That's pretty much it. And if you if you point to rally barricade, Luna factions is laughing at you because honestly everybody goes into an endgame build with an exotic on so warlocks are probably gonna run lunafaction, and their riffs are better anyway because they don't just reload your weapons they heal or buff your damage they heal you or buff your damage like superior it's anything you point out on a titan i can probably show you that there's a superior version on another on another subclass or another attunement gaz just gonna throw this on the table nerf lunafaction. no i said in my talk i we don't need to start nerfing things i would say look at the strongest pve builds in the game right now and raise the other attunements to where they are or give the titan some exotics to get him up there to be in contention with some of the stronger pve builds that are out there and if you do if you start to do that if you start to do that then then now we're talking don't start nerfing stuff i know people think well is too strong but part of the problem is you're you're not even tempted to run anything else if they tempted you to run something like that like that Dawnblade sword thing that I just talked about or if Chaos Reach could become like a like a celestial like that you want to feel like oh man I should consider running something other than well that's the main that's the main issue is that well isn't that it's too strong is that there's nothing else even competing for your attention on warlocks so, titans need buffed. They need better exotics. Warlocks need more reason to run something other than Well of Radiance. Perfect wolf. What is the best grenade launcher to use grinding for Mountaintop? Play of the game probably with uh, proximity grenades. If you honestly just run all grenade launchers, um, so that anybody you're shooting, you're shooting them with a grenade launcher. I, that's probably what most people are doing. Is they're running the you know, a good heavy with proximity and then, you know, fighting lion and then something in the primary from that, you know, get that kinetic one. So Coda commander is crazy. ad clear for end game. I, 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 I do know that the, the detonators are nice, but there should be maybe something else going on there that just add clear in the end game. Isn't really a struggle. And I think the other subclasses bring more anyway. Solar nades are amazing for ad control and you know getting rid of them freaking rigs tether, you know. If you do a well of radiance with phoenix and the and the juju, like that's amazing ad control and it feeds your super. Commander commander doesn't doesn't bring enough. That's that like even with detonators, I don't think it brings enough. Mortal phoenix, do you think they should remove titan bubble from the game or make it at least you could shoot out of it? This is another this is another example that I think people have given uh, that you should be able to shoot through the bubble. I think it'd be cool if they converted the bubble into like a half moon barrier. Kind of like when you hold it down and you use, you know, Ursa. It would like create like this barrier in front of us to shoot through and it would protect us and buff us. But it wouldn't be a dome and it wouldn't like blind. It wouldn't give us it wouldn't give us um, health something like that because i don't think i just don't think bubble does enough bubble is so like scaredy cat like hide in here it just doesn't do enough it it just honestly ends up really hurting you sometimes especially if, if you're getting pushed especially if there's a lot of ads they're gonna swing through the outer barrier and hit you anyway as they come in before they even get blinded um bubble honestly can mess mess up the team more than help it honestly because it's just a it's a tougher utility to navigate around uh and like a, a something that you could shoot through and cast supers through that wasn't like the titan having to actively take himself out of damage and hold down the shield he boom he puts down this like barrier wall think of like the shield that he holds and the and the towering barricade like a, a mixture of that would be really really good the pat puck says do you think sidearms should be able to be equipped as a fourth weapon or something we pull out automatically when we run out of ammo sorry off topic no no no. we've gotten this suggestion before sidearms are great in crucible in the right hands but you know the minute you take them into pve they don't make sense like i can only carry three weapons why am i going to carry this thing i don't even know if what you're saying is needed i think sometimes i would love to have a quick, I mean just a quick draw snapshot sidearm because a lot of times you do you whittle an enemy down to almost nothing it would be cool to pull that out like in almost instantaneously and just bam you know what I mean just lightning quick not sure how they could code that in controller but that I, I do think that could be something that is nice and a lot of the times we're running reload buffed weapons anyway maybe that would be a way to get us to not run always running like a reload like outlaw and phoenix what if sidearms functioned in a different way so like if a sidearm got a kill it automatically reloaded your kinetic your primary that could be like a really really cool weapon system they came up with go back to primary secondary and heavy and every primary you can like go in and attach a sidearm to it and like if you if you do something i don't know what what the button press would be but like, it would automatically, you could pull that out and like, try and finish something and then it would reload your primary weapon what that would do is, you could basically say, I don't need to chase outlaw, I don't need to chase feeding frenzy, I can go for different roles on my weapons now, cause if I use my sidearm properly, I can keep my primary loaded, cause yeah, Sturm and Drang yeah, I mean, that, that's definitely something that's there, um double tap Y, yeah you could double tap Y, something like that stay frosty how would you like to see titans buff specific skills within each subclass tree or just a general buff as a whole i've already outlined a couple ideas i don't have i don't have specifics of like each attunement in general let's go beyond titans i think every single attunement should have an exotic that makes you consider using it in the end game so right now attunement of sky there should be an exotic that makes me consider okay this is really strong in endgame pve because you come down here luna factions and phoenix are really really good for attunement of grace because that's well of radiance attunement of sky attunement of flame give me an exotic that makes me want to use that they need to do that to every single attunement because right now when i come in here i didn't even i don't even have nova warp built out i don't even i don't even have it right Vo- you know d- down here the devour give i'm telling you give me an exotic that makes me want to run devour give me something that once makes me want to run slow nova so it's like it, cuz right now when i go into pve i am telling you chaos reach and then you got a of conduction a of control and a of the elements like give me it give me an exotic so then if you got two or three warlocks you're like bro i got a great build for well you don't need to run well run something else he's like okay well i've got a great build for you know, Geomags. Geomags does great damage on bosses now. I'm going to run that. And then your third Warlock's like, well, they made Slow Nova really, really good with such and such exotic. I'm going to run that. And now you have all this variety just within Warlocks. Do the same thing to Titans. Do the same thing to Hunters. That's the MMO depth that we're looking for. When you go into MMOs and you go into RPGs, right now, this game doesn't. Feel that way with respect to subclass representation and strength because you're all running the like we're all running the same thing. Everyone runs well. Everyone runs lunafaction. Everyone runs rigs tether, and that's pretty much endgame build for most teams bring back skull a little better or something like you know skull was great with slow nova have skull interact with slova differently than devour have devour interact with because it's devour and is melee based have it interact with one of the one of the gauntlets in like a really crazy way you know what i'm saying like something like that so that you feel that pull to say dude i really want to take off well this such and such build is so good oslick prime can you name the number one change you would like to see In each of the three subclasses for Titans to bring them up a bit. Literally what I just outlined is a pretty good summary that I think answers your question. I I can't go into a Titans, you know, nine attunements right now, and off the top of my head give you a bunch of ideas. I gave the idea of throwing the hammer after charging it up, and that being like your melting point, you know, a, a mobile melting point. You know, the arc subclasses could really use with some exotics that do something with, you know, chain lightning, things like that like something that gives you that sense of i am really really bringing it with you know i'm bringing it right now what if what if titans could do this what if titans got a an exotic that was called like it was called i don't know it it had a perk on it called lightning rod and if you use code of the missile and you launch it could be your helmet right because you're leading with your helmet you launch and you hit the boss and it's called lightning rod when it hits the boss, it adds like a point on them that, if shot with arc damage, does like increased damage. So you could start experimenting and saying, "Well, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run this exotic, dude. I got a lightning rod, and if you guys run Thunderlord, we can do some insane damage. You guys just have to shoot that point, you know, something like that. I mean, I'm just shooting off the top of my head here, but something like that could 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 take code of the missile up." and make you consider using it. Again, what is it that's doing it? An exotic. Just like Phoenix, just like Lunafaction, just like Riggs, just like Celestial. And exotic's almost got to be a part of this equation and a part of this discussion to bring those attunements up. Cemetery Man. Do you think having modular seasons and expansions does not incentivize Bungie to update old content? How could they refresh old content such as Black Armory and a new season without breaking the modular model? It's, re- it's real simple, it's real simple so right now, whatever and this is actually a really really good question right now when I go to the Menagerie, I click on it and then I go here and there's different versions that's how you do it you would go here to Earth okay, you would click on Valender and that menu would pop up and you'd have normal and then you'd have you know, whatever, whatever the new version is that's how you would do it okay Personally, personally, I think that's a better treatment of the content, because if you jump in with new light and you can click on Escalation Protocol and run a new version, an updated version, guess what? You missed out on Escalation Protocol. You missed out on the cool armor sets. You missed out on the cool weapons. Give them the year three treatment, update the thing. Let me click on it and people with new light and longtime players of Destiny franchise can come together. I hit my mic cord. Hopefully it didn't mess up the sound. And they can come together and play all the content instead of just playing whatever... Sha- just just playing Shadowkeep. Because you got to consider something, okay? Let's look at the player-based numbers, all right? Let's look at the player-based numbers for yesterday, okay? According to Destiny Tracker, 893,000 people played PvE yesterday. 900,000, close to a million just in PvE. 740 in Crucible, all right? It's safe to say... It's safe to say that almost all those people in September are going to be more interested in the new content. I think that's a safe thing to say. So people coming in with new light, if they're wanting to do any kind of content that's match made, any kind of content that's like relying on other players to be there, Blind Well, Escalation Protocol, The Forges, Infinite Infinite Force is like tied to adventures. You see what I'm saying? If you're funneling me and those other one, one and a half million players played destiny yesterday, one and a half million, easy play destiny yesterday. Well, if you're incentivizing us to go play escalation protocol and the forges and whatever the frick, whatever, whatever it is, you're giving that treatment. Everybody is together, like raising the relevancy and the reason to run even Leviathan and the raid layers could afford to have something like this done to them. Why? Man, oh man, you're keeping the whole game relevant. Look at the director and tell me that you wouldn't love it if all the planets, all the activities, all the raids, all those pockets of of all those containers, Blind Well, Infinite Forest, The Forge with Osiris, Escalation Protocol, uh, The Forges from Black Armory, even Reckoning. Reckoning needs freaking help in general from a logistical standpoint of loot grind if all that stuff was raised in its relevancy and you were given a reason to run that stuff that's good for you it's good for newcomers it's good for everybody the game would feel like bursting at the seams with stuff to do and that's a really really good thing that's why my video that hit YouTube today reusing old content is something I'm so passionate about it's just something I'm so passionate about because so many people I think so many people are gonna come into the game they're going to come into the game in September, and they're going to be like, I heard about this, or I heard about that, or I, I heard about all these other things. Man, I'd love to do that, you know? And there's just not going to be anybody in those funnels. Nobody's going to be in those matchmaking funnels. That seems like a lot of work. I don't know. Raising the power level of an, in, of an encounter and changing the way that the perks work on the guns, I don't work at Bungie, but... I'm not asking him to rebuild and create new mechanics, but if Escalation Protocol, Blind Well, Infinite Forest, the Forges all got raised to the power level of of Shadowkeep and you took the loot and gave it and gave it the year three treatment, I don't know. That doesn't seem that doesn't seem like as much work as building brand new content out of like from nothing because you're starting with nothing. At least with what I'm talking about, you have something that's already been designed. You're just raising the power level and changing the perk system on the on the gear. Cold Killa. So would Bubble Titans and Saint-14 Helmets be what you're looking for as strong Titan like D1? Right! Like... Helms Saint fourteen right now should get retooled to when you put down your bubble, it's like a barricade wall that you can shoot through for a damage buff. It, change Helms Saint fourteen tomorrow to do that. You know, Teddy, thank you for giving us up to CP four Gators. I appreciate it. Please know infinite forest, dude. The haunted forest and the verdant forest were such great iterations on that content. I I, I don't know why you wouldn't want them to. To bring that content even further forward, it's so good. 14. Carabin. After Bungie starting uh, stating, sorry, after Bungie stating they plan to go to the RPG route with Destiny 2. Do you feel they could build on character traits to let player invest time leveling, upgrading them to work toward crafting the ultimate killing machine? Examples could be upgraded grenades, improving class abilities or weapon interactions. Do you feel having character upgrades alongside RNG loot pursuit? of the game could help balance out powerful character types. You may have missed me say this, I've said this numerous times. I think the future of subclass customization is drilling down. So just imagine, the example I always use is, imagine going to way of a 1000 cuts and you click on knife trick. And you can drill down and level up knife trick in 3 different ways. There could be one that's focused on damage. There could be one that's focused on speed. There could be one that's focused on burning damage or something like that. Like you have these things you're drilling down and you're changing knife trick. You do that in Elder Scrolls Online. Like you pick an ability, but once you pick that ability, it changes the more you use it. And there's different, completely different, you know, versions of that. So knife trick for you could be working with some exotic that like heals you every third kill, as long as you keep, like, if you keep uh, what's it called, playing with fire if you keep playing with fire running for so many seconds, then the kills start to heal you or something, I don't know and then I'm running one that's DPS based so, as long as I keep if I keep, um Playing with fire going, then every fifth knife trick does like a lot of damage or something. It's like a supercharged knife trick. So that would be a DPS, and then the other one would be like a tanky sort of heal build, and there could be like a support build. Like after so many knife tricks or whatever, you earn, you know, healing blade, which when you hit your teammate, it gives them an overshield. You see what I'm saying? The, the kind of creativity you could have just with knife trick and how you play the game tie those two exotics too. there you go like you're you're now you're customizing way of a thousand cuts that's one attunement out of what nine attunements per character so 20 20 uh my brain hurt 27 27 attunements in the game right that's how many there are so because you have nine attunements per character so if you're if you're building your character, then you can go, I've got this exotic, I've got this way of playing, I got this thing I like doing, and then that gives that variety. This is why I want more people running different things on warlock than Well of Radiance. Because then it would start to feel like, no, dude, I am not a I'm not a Well Warlock. <laughs> I'm not a Well Warlock. I'm a I'm a Geomags DPS tank warlock. You know? I'm a slow nova orb generating healer warlock don't you see like what is slow nova you could modify it with an exotic that after it blows up those little seekers goes out and like seeks out your team and gives them, a, and give them like heals them or something I don't know don't you still feel we'll find the most powerful thing and still run that not necessarily no not necessarily cause then it comes down to team comp If you have a well, and there's other really strong builds for Warlock, and there's a couple of Warlocks on the team, you might say, we don't need three wells, these other things will add damage, these other things will add tank, these other things will add whatever. Not only that, if they apply certain pain points to where we're not always solving the same equation, the same, we're we're basically right now, the same equation is what we're always following, solving. We're always solving, how much damage can we do? We need to have other pain points applied. Null XT with prime sub. Thank you. Like right now, think about Lumina with me for a second. Lumina enables you to heal a teammate and give them a damage buff. Imagine mechanical pain here, standing in a well, and then a sword spawns. Somebody's got to go get that sword, and then go charge and do something. Right? They have to go charge, and there's maybe there's like chain links that are tying down an ogre and you got to go take those out with that chain with that sword and when you do that you're getting the snot shot out of you but the team can't come with you and put a well down they have to stay put because they're doing something else well when you go running off to do that imagine me being able to hit you with knife trick or somebody being able to like melee you or do something or hit you with something that makes you resilient to damage for the next 20 seconds or something you see what i'm saying you start applying that kind of pain and that kind of requirement of the players and then we can come up with really unique solutions instead of being like, no, just everybody stand in a well. Everybody everybody just stand here and shoot the boss. You have to start applying... You have to start applying mechanical pain that requires people to move and rearrange themselves so Well of Radiance and rigs Tether are not so universally... Perfect for virtually every encounter. And then if you create those pain points, you can create attunements and exotics to meet those pain points. Because right now, Lumen is cool, but there's uh, there was a few times where I felt like, and and you can start to see the light here, okay? You go into Crown of Sorrow and you're with your buddy, and you kill your ads, and your buddy is fighting an ogre or a wizard or whatever the frick. And you can't damage those enemies because they're immune to you. That's what they do in Crown of Sorrow. They, you're with a teammate. One has the blessing and one doesn't. One can damage certain ads and the other can't. Well, I could support my teammate in those environment. A hip fire, boom, noble round. Hip fire, boom, noble round. Keeping my guy strong and healthy. Keeping my teammate in the fight. That is a glimpse. That is a glimpse into what the combat can be like in Destiny. I think we're getting it with these finishing moves. I need to do a talk about the finishing moves. Finishing moves are going to be like in Doom when you know how like an enemy is flashing orange in Doom and you know you can go do a finisher on them. There's going to be an indication on the ad that you can go do a finishing move on them. And when you do that, it can do things like generate ammo for your teammates and stuff. Like I'm telling you guys that we're getting there. We're getting glimpses of how combat can change, how subclasses and engagement and, 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 and fighting can change. And I think that's one other way of doing it. I feel like the only useful endgame build that is useful for a Titan is middle tree void while going for heroic menagerie flawless. We had to use it nonstop or it was impossible. If in shadow keep, they want content like this. Then Titans would be almost needed solar and arc on the other hand need a bit of a boost. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a question. Uh, Real king. Do you think they will give flame shield back to warlocks? I have no idea. Um, A dozen cookies. Do you think we will get new supers for Shadow Keep to help Titans and other Guardians? I don't think we're going to get new supers, but I could imagine them really retooling and, and changing some of the supers, especially on Titans. Especially on Titans. For PvE specifically. A Johnny the Cat King. Should flamethrowers be added to the game? Why did Cabal get all the fun? Um, somebody said the other day it'd be cool to get the boomer thing too, that boomer um, rifle from the Knights. That'd be cool to have that as an exotic. I could get behind us starting to get exotics that are that are weapons that are in the game. That's what the Queen Breakers is. That's what the Acreus Shotgun is. Those are weapons that the enemies are holding. Uh, a boomer nade launcher would be awesome. It'd be awesome. Flamethrower, yeah, why not? I mean, let us let's try it out. Before they even start doing that, I want legendary trace rifles. So. Vision Empire. I've been. Did I skip a question? Somebody in chat saying, "I think you skipped my question." No, I did not skip your question. Vision Empire. I've been mating a Titan for almost five years, and I agree that Titans need some help in the end game. They are okay against small ads, but they don't compare to the other subclasses. Do you think Titans might get a bite of a bit of a buff? in the solar update that's coming out soon. That'd be dope cuz they've done this before. Yeah, you're right. They did the arc week and then they buffed a bunch of stuff. So maybe they'll give some titans some nice solar treatment uh, with the solar week coming. And I think during that week we're probably going to be grinding for the um I always I always blank on the name of the 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 rocket launcher that puts the napalm on the on on the ground. <laughs> I always blank on this rocket launcher because people were thinking it was going to be the Gjallarhorn. I'm like, dude, they're not going to waste the Gjallarhorn on our solar week. Yeah, Dragon's Breath. Thank you. Stay frosty. What would you think of Sunbreakers getting their crazy shoulder charge back from D1 when they're in their super? Again, this is, this is just like a random suggestion that isn't necessarily getting at the heart of the problem. I feel like we've really addressed the heart of the issue is that the attunements and the exotics aren't on the same level as the other attunements and exotics of Warlocks and Hunters. Arctic Spartan. The conversation about Titans is mainly focused around Striker and Hammers. Why do you think not many people have been talking about Sentinel? I think Sentinel landed like a dud, and then people were using using Ursa, and then Ursa got nerfed. So I think that just kind of happens, right? As soon as Skull of the Dire Ahamkara got nerfed, I don't see Slovas anymore anywhere. Because nerfs do that. Nerfs are like a negative perception impact on the game. And so, nerfs have... Sometimes, nerfs have a greater effect on perception than the actual objective nerf itself. (laughs) Because people are like, oh, it sucks now. It's trash. You know, Riggs Tether is still really strong. And Phoenix is honestly still strong, especially paired with the bad Juju. So... Forza says, why do people think all three classes need to be able to add clear, high single damage, buff, and debuff? In Heroic Menagerie, Ursa Sentinels is a must. I don't agree with this at all. Um, We played Heroic Menagerie and we've done it without that. We've done it without Titans and done just fine. Uh, We've done perfect runs. We haven't done flawless runs, but we've done perfect runs where... We fill it 50, fill it 50, go right to the boss. We've we've done that. Now, if you're saying it's necessary for Flawless, I, I don't know about that. I don't know. I was watching James work, take people through it the other day and it looked like they were using Wells. It didn't look like they were using Ursa. Now, maybe, maybe they were at other parts and I didn't see that. But the dilemma with what you're saying is you're going to a very specific piece of content and a very specific thing that you're trying to do ursa titans don't necessarily land on almost anything they don't land in reckoning they don't land in a lot of the raids they don't land you know what i'm saying so you're going to try and do heroic menagerie flawless and that's when ursas get their get their footing then I think that's a problem. That's too narrow. However, that's a start, isn't it? That's a start. There should be other exotics on Titans that find their way into you saying the same sentence. Such and such Titan subclass with such and such exotic is really helpful in Crown of Sorrow. You're starting the conversation, but that's not really the end of it. It's just like in this one instance when you're going for heroic, flawless menagerie, Boom. it's nice but outside of that you're just not seeing a lot of ursa titans you're just not seeing a lot of them and the other thing is somebody in chat saying it's more than one ursa titans too many right like multiple tethers multiple wells doesn't really hurt you multiple ursa titans you're probably like we don't really need that so again that's the goal though is to say oh when I go into this content such and such build for titan is really really helpful you can say that about warlock well and some of the hunters subclasses but and this goes beyond titans as I've said numerous times there are no really good arc endgame subclasses for warlock there's no really good void endgame subclasses because everybody's using well raise them all make them all better use the attunements use the supers use exotics cp4 gators Do you think the Titans are weak thing is because all the classes do similar things would more class specific skills perks help with this perhaps perhaps they may lean into that more in September and beyond because if they're going to lean more into MMORPG if they're going to lean more into MMO then right now I feel like they keep them close together so like a solo player doesn't feel like they're missing out on a huge part of the game by only having one or two characters Now, those of us that like running all three, we have more of an intimate knowledge about just how fun the game is when you're running multiple characters. But beyond September, maybe they start to do that. Maybe they start to give the different attunements very, very different interpretations of damage, tank, heal, support, whatever. And then that starts to let that take shape. So if you really like being a tank, there's a way to play tanky warlock. There's a way to play DPS, you know, Titan, and they give you that ability. It's Bandrix says, Titans are really close to having several supers that are great at add clear, but none that are good at boss damage like Nighthawk, Golden Gun, or Nova Bomb. How do you improve Titan supers without drastically altering their mechanics? How would you tweak their exotics to maybe help these supers instead? I've already outlined an idea with the hammer. I mean, that's kind of what it comes down to. Like I said, I had another one a minute ago called like Lightning Rod. Where if you get this exotic helmet and you do, you know, coat of the missile and you go launching across and hit the enemy, it puts a lightning rod arc damage, you know, debuff on them or something. Um, that would be how you'd have to do it. Cause that's kind of how it works on the other classes. The exotic is what does it. It, so do the same thing with Titans, give them exotics to raise them up and, and, and make those, make those supers worth using. Yuck XO with nine months of subs. Welcome back. Null XT. I don't know if I thank you for your brand new sub. Thank you for that. Just enough. Do you know if there is a PvE ad that is good DPS representation for PvP? For instance, an ad that dies at the same shots kills as a guardian. I do not have a good answer for this. Um, you'd have to you'd have to test things in Crucible. And then go into the... I think I know what you're getting at. If you go into the... Tribute Hall, you're wanting to practice to see guns that are good for PvP and you're wanting to practice in the Tribute Hall with essentially what the shooting range. Um, what Finfreak is saying is probably the best thing is a private match. <laughs> Just go into a private match with a buddy. DeWitt. Do you think simply changing or removing knockback mechanics would make Titans strong enough to uh, compete with other classes? I think the prevalence of knockback has made people enjoy Titans a lot less because it makes Melting Point more risky than it used to be. Um... There used to be, like, a window of opportunity to use Melting Point where you wouldn't get slammed back into a wall. That window is not as existent as it used to be. There are some bosses where you can get in there and get that punch on them. But in general, I do think that this, that knockback has, has made people enjoy running Titans less. I know it has made me enjoy running them less. They're aggressive. They're up in your face, you know. And every single person is punching the ground and flinging you back. Every single, every single enemy. So, there could be gauntlets for the for the the Titan that maybe make you faster at sprinting and prevent knockback. But I again, I don't know if that's enough to really bring Titans forward. So, and and as and as Milky's pointing out, it's not even just knockback. It's the fact that you go flying. You can get thrown into a wall and get physicsed. You can go flying and it it takes you longer. If your team's in a well and you go flying, it takes you longer to get back to the well to join the DPS pool. So whatever you gained from melting point, you have to subtract from that however long it takes for you to even not do damage. Right? The maximum damage your Titan can do in that damage phase window... Okay, you got to take that and whatever melting point edge you got to subtract that Titans damage from that because he could just be standing in the well and helping with dips and playing it safe. Instead, he's running up, smacking the boss, getting smacked, getting flung over here. Then he can't do damage from the well. So now he's got to either do damage from there or run all the way to the well. So like all that missed damage has got to be subtracted from what you get from melting point, making melting point in many respects not as influential as everybody thinks it is. Melting point's three seconds. So like the damage you get in that three second window that's th- I know it's a lot but you gotta subtract that you, you have to you have to weaken that addition because he's not in the he's not in the well shooting when he's doing that so now what he could do is he could run in there get melting point hit it rack off a couple shots with Ikola shotgun and then and then pop his super or something so at least he's doing some damage but again you gotta subtract that from what he could do if he was just literally oh it's five seconds oh I thought it was three no yeah yeah melting points five seconds. Five seconds is a good amount of time for the end for the, for a team to really dump damage on a boss, but still. Crimson Eclipse. With Solar Week on the horizon, do you feel it'd be a good opportunity? Already asked this question. Don't submit questions more than once. If Nightbot replies to you, that means your question got submitted. Try to read chat when submitting questions. Nightbot literally mentions your username and thanks you for your question. Ralph Nader what would be the best option for helping titans in pve this has been answered numerous times this morning evil the waffler i agree with your talk but how would you handle power creep personally i feel well is going to be nerfed again thoughts the problem is is if you nerf well you can really make well not even function as it's supposed to you know like track with me here right track with me here if well gets nerfed and you're not as safe right if you're not as safe or if they, if they don't do... If, they, if you don't do enough... If you take away like the damage buff and stuff... Then people will stop using it. That's not what you want. I don't want people to stop using well because it gets weakened. I want people to stop using well... Because other subclasses, attunements, and exotics are in the game that are like... Oh, I really want to run that. You know what I'm saying? You... There are two ways to motivate players to make a decision one is through incentive the other is through like negative reinforcement whether you nerf something take it away or make it less cool i think incentivization is better oh wow dude they really changed geomags they really changed skull these other builds are actually worth running now in pve why don't you run well i don't want to run well like you want the team having an argument about who has to run well because it's not as exciting that's what should be going on instead of well well sucks now Blech, I guess we'll just run this instead well I'll have to run well cause we still kinda need it but it's not as good as it once was that's not the, that's not the tone of the discussion that we want we want people to say these other builds subclasses other this titan this hunter whatever it's so fun I don't wanna run well anymore gale play now that destiny is officially becoming mmorpg well mmo action game a little bit different uh what kind of changes and new things are you looking forward to i hope they do more meaningful roles of subclasses we've already addressed the roles of subclasses but i want to see more difficulty spectrum i want to see world tiers of difficulty i want to see the ability to like take mundane content and make it harder and give me reward structure and you know as a reason and a motivator to do that um sean wtf making a good point in chat here he says the other thing that factors into this is that well helps the whole team most other supers don't it would be cool if when you shot through the sentinel shield your bullets did more damage or got refunded to the mag or something yeah yeah nobody nobody can do what a well does like it's just so strong evil the waffler there is a rumor of a solar week coming like we had with arc week they will change solar supers yeah we've already had a couple versions of this question stay frosty what would you think about bringing back exotics that grant you skill from your skill tree without selecting them like how warlocks had a pair of arms that gave them landfall this i don't know about this because they've gone the route of attunement and that would be odd right that would be odd because if like let's say you run Golden Gun, but they give you Knife Trick, I, I just don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know if in the current structure with the attunements they could do that. Now what they could do, okay, this is something this is something that I I thought they could do in the it, you know in the future. Let's say you're running Attunement of Grace, you're running Well of Radiance, and let's say there's a helmet that you can wear that adds another square next to here it's like it's like off to the side here and it's like something i don't know um maybe something like hollow fire when your super is full your grenade melee and rifts you know recharge faster or something we'll just go generic so we have an example and that little square would appear right here next to it so you wouldn't be, like, suddenly getting winged sun. You'd be getting, like, an attunement that appears that is literally from your exotic, which may motivate people to take off Luna factions or, or Phoenix. You know. Tokyo Prince. Do you think bringing back the Titan bubble effects from D1 would make Titans more relevant? For example, getting weapons and blessings buff, getting that buff for a few seconds outside the bubble. No, because this is just this is an inferior version of Well of Radiance. I already get that standing in the well. I get both of those things. I get blessing of light and weapons of light just standing in a well. I get both, and I don't have to move. I can just stand there. The only thing I can get my way is, a, is the sword. 15 months from Milo, thank you. So needing to step in and out of the bubble is, is the problem. It's, it, it, it's They made Well of Radiance insane. Raise a bunch of the other classes up and make them insane too, and give us a playground and give us damage thresholds and challenges where those th- that power threshold makes sense. And then I want to feel, I want to feel motivated to potentially put on geomags and get in an argument with somebody because no, you run well. I ran well last time. I really want to run geomags because they made it so much stronger. Sky Elliott, do you believe that Helms State 14 should allow blessings, uh, armor, weapons? Also, Eternal Warrior could give Thundercrash a 25% damage buff. I just, we kind of already dealt with this. I don't think that's enough. Cyber Sniper Pro. What about Peregrine Greaves? It's really strong PVE exotic. Vinny, thank you for nine months. I mean, is it though? I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Is it, is it strong enough? Does it give you end game versatility, survivability, damage, tank, survival, anything? It's just a strong shoulder charge. And that's kind of it. I mean, yeah, Brawler's on, but still. That doesn't seem good enough. Afro Samurai. Do you think Bungie nerfs things too soon instead of letting the meta evolve? Thinking of Mountaintop. Well, I don't know what they're going to do with Mountaintop. I don't know what their plans are. Um, but I really hope they don't nerf it. I hope they don't nerf it. Um, because it, that's, that's a really, really slog of a grind and a lot of people are going for it a lot of people are going for it now and if you nerf that after people really put in that grind for mountaintop is so unappealing and so rough oh man nerfing mountaintop would would not go over very well I think they might nerf spike nades which will make me very sad because I I told people they were really good a while ago and then they gave grenade launchers another buff that made them even better ashen hollow Do you feel Bungie has catered too much toward requiring Well and Tether? Look at Menagerie encounters, Reckoning, Raids. I don't know what they could do to make encounters less about face tank DPS. Uh, Vork with three months of subs, welcome back. This is one of the reasons why I want more mechanical pain. Because if you require me to move and go grab stuff, SIVA charges, swords, stand on a plate grab a thing hold a thing move a thing jump up into a spot if you're splitting the team up right okay let me give an example think about crown of sorrow when you're not doing damage okay one of my favorite one of my favorite classes in the crown of sorrow the final two encounters one of my favorite subclasses is tether and Riggs doesn't play a game doesn't really get any footing because there's not a lot of ads there aren't the ads are rhythmic and there's only a couple of them so Orpheus rigs tether really isn't even the reason why I like running it I love running hunter in that environment because the vertical jumping is amazing for evading the the dude when you get the guy I forget what his name is when you get that guy on your side with the blades and he's like swinging at you the vertical evasion is fantastic dodge is fantastic wombo combo we had the deception thank you when the gall ran deceptions in your area the, the hunter's vertical dodge is so good for drawing his aggro and staying away from him i love being a hunter in that fight because he has utility and things he can do that like keeps you alive and only when it's time to do damage are you like let's get in a well okay so i want you to imagine why that's satisfying and start to create more encounters like that go and get that sword go and do this thing move over here dodge this thing here's the rhythm from the boss here's a weird rhythm from ads here's a specific thing you got to do if this if you know like the light eater knights in 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 the king's fall fight like those were things that you had to kind of manage and your super wasn't necessarily playing a part your maybe your subclass was playing a part in keeping you alive maybe your subclass and your and your abilities was playing a part but so was your weapons i loved running a a a, a, a uh, people like why are you running the black spindle in the orc's fight i just got used to it i loved it it was perfect for taking the heads off those lighter knights i loved it it just it it felt good it, it was something i got used to um so a can start to do that then you won't always feel like, all right, everybody come over here, everybody gather around, boom, Well of Radiance, damage dump. You can't do that if they're requiring you to manage all these different pain points. Think of all the moving parts of the Oryx fight. Three people by themselves on plates, one Relic Runner, and you got two people at the top taking care of Ogres and helping with Knights. That is beautiful. Like that's that's what you want to go for. Think about Wrath of the Machine. you got to manage three different sides. Empowerments have to shift and move. When you slam his back, it's random. When you slam his back, it's better to just do damage from where you are. Now, by the time you get to the third damage phase of Axis, sure, you would probably want to get people to culminate together in a well and dump on him, but 70% of that fight, you really wouldn't feel like, you got to have well, you got to... Well, rigs Tether, you might, but... You would, you would feel like you could run different abilities and different builds and different things because of the nature of the fight splitting you up, requiring you to do different things. Right now they're like, like if you think about if you think about the way they set up the rooms, it's just sort of like just corral together. Hold hands. Stand in a well. Like and even if you look at the hunted or Repost, or the crystals room they're splitting you up like they are splitting you up but it's kind of like only momentarily like go kill these ads grab the thing shoot the thing and then everybody get in a well there was something about wrath and the orcs fight and, and again even the crown of sorrows fight you only really need one well So there's room, if you design things like Crown of Sorrows, like the Axis fight, like the King's Fall fights, where you're splitting the group up, what's the worst fight in King's Fall? What's the lamest, most easiest, just dumbest fight? Which one is it? It's Golgoroth. Why? That's the first sort of iteration of stand in a well. Right? This awesome rotation method drop the pool shoot his back rotate his gaze all of that goes in the dadgum toilet because you can stand in a well a well which was a bl- a weapons bubble and you step out of the weapons bubble and just freaking melt him war priest no war priest was awesome you split the team up you require them to do different things and then you require somebody to do something and then you do come together for damage sure but the, it, as long as the pathway leading up to that is different, I think you could start to see room for tanks and su- support and DPS builds not always, not always getting whittled down to the same the same couple of subclasses. Sky Elliot, do you think if Bungie spent less time and worry about exotics breaking PVE that we can get fun builds on our guardians? I do mean PVE because I feel like Bungie worries too much about us melting bosses when we do it practically any weapon plus well heather and tracer anyway well do i think if they spent less time worrying about exotics breaking PVE, this is why i said i think everybody that's in any anybody they can take a team and say you are in charge of attunement of the sky you are in charge of attunement of the flame and you have to come up with an exotic that makes that attunement really really winsome so people want to run it and if every attunement on every class, if all nine attunements on Titan slowly over the time got exotics and builds that made them really strong and winsome, same thing with Warlocks, you'd see a lot more diversity in the end game. Now, sure, you could get into arguments with guys that crunch the numbers and you're like, no, this build, this super, this exotic is the absolute maximum DPS. Those conversations are separate from what I'm talking about. I'm talking about feeling like you can contribute to what the team is doing because when you put on your attunement with your exotic, you're a pinnacle PVE build. You're ready to bring the support, the healing, the DPS, the whatever. That's what they should do. Jake breaks what if they shorten the cooldowns on titan supers in pve i just don't know if this is the main pain point for titans right now oh, i need my super to last longer uh is that really gonna help a lot of the supers that are really really effective right now are one and dones bam the well's down bam the tether's out that's it you're done those are the best celestial boom i'm done don't you see the only one that lasts a long time that's really strong would be Raiden Flux, but even like a Raiden Flux Strider, but even still a lot of people aren't running that because it's just Riggs Teller or Celestial is just so so much better to helping the team out and to, and you know contributing to the overall damage of the, you know, the team. Godly Marini. Hey Lono, what do you think the most viable Titan PvE class to use? Probably mid-tree Sentinel because of the detonators mid tree sentinels really really good with the detonators do you guys remember during what event was that was it the dawning where you could get that that blessing or you could go into the menu and give yourself that blessing to where you got constant grenades and then it with you ran the the, the sentinel along with doomfang pauldrons yeah it was during revelry I could literally throw constant shields and get him back all the time. Do do you remember (laughs) how nuts that was? That was fun. That was insane. Now, I'm not saying you need to go that distance, but what if Doomfangs could really, in some respect, kind of try to replicate that power and that strength that we had during revelry? You know, NVT gets donut. When the new DLC launches and the perk system gets added, do you think that will be class specific, or for uh, or the same for both hunters, titans, and warlocks? I have no idea how to even speculate. Doomfangs do that. Doomfang pauldrons do not give you the what you got with revelry, dude. It, I'm telling you, it w- it was bottom tree sentinel doomfang and then you in revelry you put on that buff to give you grenades constantly and it treated your shield like a grenade it was broken as long as it hit something you got it back right away because of the the refresh time you can't really run it that way now even still even if you could it was more of a gimmick than anything it still wasn't great for damage it wasn't great for really anything it was just cool Doomfangs can give you unlimited shield throws in the right environment. Right, in the right environment, and even in that environment, it's not necessarily that helpful compared to other supers and exotics that are in the game. That's kind of my point. It's like, that was a picture into, like, how weak titans are, that during revelry, being able to do that literally non-stop with zero cooldown was so exciting, and even at that absurd refresh rate, even at that absurd refresh rate, you could still argue that that wasn't as strong as other subclasses. Jay Christ, Should Menagerie become patrollable? No. Amish Milkman. September 28 brought Forsaken, the big change we needed for weapon changes. September 2019 brings Shadowkeep, the return of the moon, and armor change for what the community wants and needed. Do you think that Bungie is finally working on the ground level for a better equipment system in Destiny 3? Look at Destiny 1 vanilla to now. I think as long as they're not working on Destiny 3 and they envision Destiny 2 the way that the way that massive envisioned division for 1.8, then we're in really good shape. This is the time to test things and to really build, as you're saying, a better equipment system. Evil the Waffler. I'm sure it's because I main Titan, but when I did the Shattered Throne solo as a Titan, I was able to do it. Can't think of how I would have done it with a warlock or a hunter off the top of my head. What are your thoughts on the solo activities other classes of the Titan? this sounds like you're just really comfortable with titan because warlock with a well of radiance and a healing rift is going to have measurably more more survivability than than what you get with uh than what you get with with that you know what i'm saying just well and healing rifts is silly Oh, it's so silly for survivability. Rigs, tether, again, just silly on the survivability. But that's my point. That's 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 the goal, that's the bar. Raise the other subclasses, raise the other exotics to be up there. You get pushed out of well, pfft, no you don't. A well-timed solar nade and a shotgun, you're not getting pushed out of well, no. If you get pushed out of well, you're making mistakes. You should not be getting pushed out of well. Now, physics out of a well from an ogre, sure but the titan can get physics into the wall just as easily even i guess his towering barricade can keep that from happening but a rally barricade can't stop you from getting physics shoved by an ogre i don't even know if that can happen in shattered throne ezekiel do you think titans need a better single target super since hunter goldies and lock Novas dominate this is why i had some of my ideas about what i what did i call it lightning uh lightning rod a helmet for the titan that when he uses code of the missile if he nails the boss it applies lightning rod which is like a spot that if you shoot takes increased damage from arc damage for 10 seconds or something so like you're creating other exotics that basically say here's your super and here's a weird version of it for specifically just for dps celestial lightning rod would be another one what did we we say um you know searing sword for the warlock instead of throwing a bunch of dawn blades he throws one giant sword and it pierces the boss and you can see it and it causes a bleed and a debuff not as extreme as celestial but again you might start looking at it and saying we don't want to run three wells one of us should run searing sword one of us should run geomags because it's like the cold heart now and chaos reach if maintained over time gets a damage buff that is stupid and on the level of celestial see what i'm saying now you've got support with the Well, you've got crazy Geomags, you've got Searing Sword, you've got all these other ways to play Warlock, so there's arguments in the, tr- in the team. I don't want to run Well, I want to run Geomags, it's fun. I want to maximize my damage. And then the team might be like, you know what, guys? Crown of Sorrow's not that hard. Let's get rid of Well. Let's have all three Warlocks run Geomags. We'll just go crazy on the damage. I got it. Let's run crazy Geomags, and you hit him with Lightning Rod. Do you see? Now you can melt the boss with the Well and a bunch of grenade launchers, or you can melt the boss with the Titan applying Lightning Rod, and then Geomags like, like, just turning it into a freaking Electric Show, turning it into Thor this is this is the approach instead of saying this is too strong nerf this say this is the bar raise everything up to this bar and then you can make really challenging really tough content because we can approach it and say okay every subclass every attunement has some exotic some way of playing that can that could potentially be perfect for this environment and and on top of that don't dial in so much delta give us those give us those light eater nights give us those things that make us move around so well of radiance has less footing because right now well of radiance has so much footing because like you do something time for damage you do something time for damage disrupt that status quo disrupt that don't let us all stand here let us let, let us force us to move around create mechanical pain points that must be mitigated go get your cannon move Go get your ball. You're empowered. You're empowered. Slam his back. Move here. Slam the plate. Do this thing. And you're like, you're doing all this stuff. You're juggling all these things. Well of Radiance gets less traction in an environment like that. Because the team's not all together. They're all over the place. JD Gamer, Hey Lono, do you think we should see a buff to Sentinel when it comes to PvE? The only time I have had to worry about using a Titan is for Flawless and the Menagerie uh, being some of the first content he was useful. That's why a little bit ago I said that what I said was people saying Ursa, a Titan with Ursa was super helpful in Heroic Flawless Menagerie. That's the beginning of the conversation. There should be other builds, other exotics, and other attunements that you're like, dude, Titan with Lightning Rod is so good in Crown of Sorrow. Titan with you know, fill in the blank, you know, I don't know. Cause you got, you got Ursa, you could have lightning rod. And then on hammers, you could have, you know, you could have embered throw. And that's that, that's that gauntlet that lets you charge up the hammer, you know, cause right now you can throw the hammer and go pick it up. You know, burning ember would be, you charge up the hammer and you throw it at the boss and it applies melting point. Now you got to run a reason to run burning. Now you got a reason to run that burning Maul build you have an exotic that lets you apply melting point from far away these are just these are just little ideas here and there that would that would change the the appeal of titans to make you say oh i could take that into the end game he can do this that's perfect for that fight urs is perfect for this you know lightning rod is perfect for this solidea gloria do you think The comment power now means no power later is relevant here. I.E. Is it really possible to unseat tether and well, because they're just too strong? I think it is possible. I do. I think it is. You start raising the power of other exotics and attunements and you start to motivate people to use them and then create content that allow that, that, that makes sense of being that strong. Silly rabbit. What if rally barricade had an extra something to it? Maybe it makes all your weapons full auto i just wonder if rally barricade should apply some form of healing or something uh 500 bits from the dry life you should be a dev or bungee game would be better oh that's not true they're they do a great job i'm literally just it's easy to crank out ideas execution implementation is the real challenge seriously um having ideas is easy (laughs) being a visionary is not nearly as challenging as being the details oriented developing like you know implementation and execution so sweet cheeks with seven months thanks for an awesome seven months you're awesome thank you welcome back silent x with the prime sub 10 minutes ago i might have missed that and candler jordan with four months i think i missed you as well um so i just throw a thousand ideas at the wall and some of them stick you know but I do think Rally needs something extra. I do. I think Rallies need something extra. I think the Towering Barricade's fine. It does what it's supposed to do. Rallies might could use some help. Alex Mike, do you think Bungie should move Whisper to special ammo now that it's nerfed? Having a sniper in the power slot always seemed weird to me. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I would say moving swords to the energy slots more important right now. Swords don't make any sense in the heavy slot. Um, I would say lowering swords damage and ammo cap and putting them in energy makes more sense of the weapons and how they function. Evil the Waffler. You've talked about it before, but it isn't the problem with end uh, with end and is like reckoning or heroic menagerie which is stand there and absorb a lot of damage instead of moving around, doing the same stuff as Wrath, do we tell Bungie? Not a question. Quit doing that, man. Evil the Waffler, you know way better than that. That wasn't even a question. It was poorly written. Come on, bro. Faz, do you think Titans are only weak in normal PvE, but are actually pretty strong in hard PvE content like Heroic Menagerie when they have become necessary for flawless runs? I feel like Titans' skill set is built for harder, more challenging content day one raids heroic menagerie but this type of content is so scarce well again as i said a little bit ago i think flawless heroic menagerie you are playing in such a narrow and discovered strategy do you see what i'm saying that's a discovered strategy nobody out of the box is going into hard content and saying bring in ursa titan because you don't know if that's even going to be good he's ursa titan's not going to do much for you in like reckoning for example So, if you go into unfamiliar content, Ursa may be discovered to be helpful, but isn't this the first time that, like, Ursa Titan has been discovered to be like, yo, this is so, so helpful. Most other content, no one's like, dude, bring in Ursa Titan. But again, this is an example of how the right exotic and the right attunement and the right build can land on content, so giving us more exotics and more attunements that do that, that bring the celestial, that bring the... The, you know the certain builds I, I, I do think that that's the beginning of the conversation Morgoth week 1 no well well of radiance and whisper end of discussion what are you talking about Ursa? you don't need Ursa in that environment the only reason people are using Ursa for flawless heroic is because it keeps you from it keeps you from taking damage it's not nearly as good as well for just raw damage output because the titan's not doing damage he's holding up the shield the well is just sitting there. The reason people run it for flawless is because it, it blocks it blocks the damage, because the damage output is just so stupid for some of the bosses. You're trying to get flawless. You're not just trying to beat it. It's a very unique pain point that is being met. Ezekiel, do you think there is more room for new supers in the game, a potential fourth code for each subclass, in regards to a titan vor- vortex singularity that pulls in ads doing something like that? I don't necessarily think they need to do this because as i said earlier warlocks need to be motivated to turn off well and turn on chaos reach or nova i want to see people motivated to run other attunements instead of just well of radiance or rigs tether or celestial motivate me to run those other classes in pve don't just don't start adding new supers right now a lot of the supers aren't even getting used Hi, Piper. Do you think Bungie will ever get away from the whack-a-mole style nerfs that they they know for and they start buffing things like titans? They're lagging behind. Um, I mean, it's so difficult to speculate here. I, I, I think if they lean more into MMO and they have more difficulty spectrum, I think it's a little bit easier to say, oh, it's okay that that's really strong. Let's raise other things to be that strong. Does that make sense? Like, it's really difficult to say, oh, it's okay that that's that strong because we're going to make content to meet that when the only thing that like slova skull slova and well combinations the only real place where those felt like they were needed and they made sense with how strong they were was reckoning outside of reckoning gambit prime especially slova with skull was basically breaking gambit prime it invalidated any of the challenge All those ads, all those majors, all those yellow bars. Slova, boom. Skull, got my super back. Slova, boom, got my super back. Slova, boom. Envoy's dead, got my super back. It just invalidated the rhythm of Gambit Prime. Now, I don't like Gambit Prime, but that that puts on display the problem that if you create good difficulty spectrum, then you can say, oh, it's okay that rigs tether and celestial and luna Faction well it's okay that those combinations exist because we have content that's really hard where you want those things however instead of having a very narrow end game where you go into our challenging content and everyone's running the same build we've created a bunch of new exotics and we've tweaked a bunch of the attunements so that you are considering using code of the missile you're considering using uh dawnblade you're considering using arc strider chaos reach whatever there should be an incentive to consider not just running three wells as I said Bungie's done a good job if the content's hard enough that you're considering running one well and then you're like but a chaos reach would be really helpful they made that change to geomags a dawn blade would be really helpful they have that new exotic you see what I'm saying you want to have those arguments as a team because then you're actually considering different builds and different strategies instead of face tank in a well face tank in a well face tank in a well Sethston says, do you think they could make a hammer class for Titans where the hammers apply melting point? Already outlined an idea of how they could do that. Magic Wallace, there are 27 possible subclasses. Are there too many possibilities to keep each subclass effective in the scope of the game? Maybe rework classes and subclass trees. No, just there's plenty of exotics. Just start retooling exotics. Start retooling exotics. You got 27 subclasses. Okay, go to exotics. Go here. Let's go to Titan. You got plenty of t- you got plenty of exotics in here to work with, plenty to start retooling. Ash and Wake, make it do something else. Uh, you know, Eternal Warrior, Kepri- Kepri's Horn, make it do something else. You know, start coming in here and and just re Heart of Inmost Light, uh, make it do something else. Retool it, retune it. You know, Dune Marchers, stand Asides, Antius. You know, the, reflecting. Sliding reflects projectiles. Get, get, come on. Start retooling these or just adding new exotics that do some of the things we've been talking about. Add a lightning rod exotic. You know what I'm saying? Don't touch my ashen wakes. Do something with the exotics. You don't necessarily have to go into the attunements. Because w- other than Well of Radiance, what makes tethers so appealing is rigs. What makes golden guns so appealing for DPS is celestial. What makes, you know, what what could make Chaos Reach appealing would be Geomags getting retooled. Kids Next Dorks says, what are your thoughts on Weapons of Light with Banner Shield getting above 50% damage, make up for the loss of damage and three player activity relevancy with six players, math. I mean, not really a question. Uh, Hell's Surprise. If it was an RPG, would your characters talk I maybe they already kind of do. They brought that back in Forsaken. I don't think that's really important. RPG does not necessitate dialogue or dialogue trees or lots of conversation. Um su- sus susbus gaming. What would your opinion be on fan-made armor sets being purchasable in Eververse? I don't really care about that. I don't think that's needed. I don't want development time poured into that. It isn't it isn't needed right now. We don't need that. Uh, good golly grieve for Titans. How about holding the grenade button in when thrown towards a teammate? It gives them a stronger and longer version of overshield, allowing them to approach bosses and apply debuffs towards objective safely. Right, you're getting into what we kind of hinted at. Lumina kind of points to this support abilities, support roles to where you're, you know, empowering again. You got to combine your idea with mechanical pain. I got to go over in here and do this thing. I can't stay with the team. I can't stay in the well. Somebody shoot me with a noble round. Somebody hit me with a healing nade. Things like that. They already do that on the one warlock subclass, don't they? Uh, Salty coffee. With the idea of exotics adding the pull to other subclasses, wouldn't that just force more must-have exotics to feel good and required to play that subclass? Okay, but there's a greater problem. If they make the attunements insane out of the box. Like you can just pick Chaos Reach and they make it crazy out of the box. Then what do you do with the exotics on on, on top of it? You know what I mean? sci Fireman says Amazon Lightning Deals notices Neo bars are thirty two percent off for the net, for another five hours. Use Lonos code. Oh, there's a lightning deal on Neo bars right now? Man. Um what would be my answer to that well is insane out of the box exotics make it even better it, Well, see chevy's making a good point like let's just ignore well of radiance for a second okay all the rest of the attunements need to be fighting for your attention again so your teammates are arguing i don't want to run well they made chaos reach awesome they made this awesome and then maybe chevy's right Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they should make all attunements awesome out of the box and then an exotic takes it up and makes it crazy. So chaos reach out of the box should be dope. And then Geomags makes it nuts, makes it silly broken. But again, that only works if you apply the proper mechanical pain and difficulty structure so that you're not just trivializing content. That's what's happening right now. Well of Radiance, in addition to exotics, just ends up trivializing the challenge because you can face tank virtually everything. You want to go for Flawless? Yeah, you got to add Ursa in there. But even then, I, I mean, you're still just face tanking. You're not getting. You're not really getting creative. I don't want Well to get nerfed. Raise all the other attunements, and then create mechanical pain that splits the team up. And you got to get creative about what you're doing. The way that we had to get creative in in, in, in the King's Fall raid and in Wrath of the Machine, because you're splitting up. The more you split the team up, the more you make the team move. The less powerful Well becomes banjo tk would changing save 14s help to make bubble titans have blessing of light plus weapons of light in addition to blinding it already has makeup no already addressed this uh white light do you feel that the barricade should be improved somehow we already addressed rally barricade something should be done like you're saying Overshield, small health regen maybe you know something like that i don't know maybe it should pop out an orb or two that are healing orbs so if you're nearby you run over the orbs and it kind of heals you i yeah i don't know cold Killer. On the topic of knockback, what is there... What if there was a heavy-weighted armor that reduces knockback but reduces speed and jumping ability also? Man, oh man, I really am going to need a lot more than that if I'm going to try... If I'm going to run, you know, that armor. Because if I'm going to... It's just going to slow me down and the only real benefit, the tangible benefit, is that I don't get knocked back. I don't know. You better make me resist damage too. The Carl... uh, The Car IQs or the Carl Qs... Do you think it would make sense to move intellect, discipline, and strength to a character progression over time and have them be used to select relevant perks within the subclass to allow more control over roles? Well, I mean, you'd need a whole, bo- a whole lot of more things to choose from because right now you just choose an attunement and then you're kind of done. Uh, Evil the Waffler. The Middle Tree Void Titan does buff weapons. What if you did not have to hold it but set it down in front of you? Again, anything to make Titans match the other subclasses would be helpful. Just randomly throwing out like suggestions isn't really going to get us anywhere right now. I'm saying big picture, take Titans up to match the other attunements and then start adding exotics that are at the level of the PvE exotics that Warlocks and Hunters have. Call me fishy. So you're talking about more exotics for Titans like Ursa uh, Ursa (laughs) Ursa Furiosa. I main Suppressor Titan and Middle Tree and I feel like it's the best option I have for PvE other than Melting Point Titan. Um, I'm not saying make more exotics like Ursa, I'm saying in general, make exotics and attunements that are so appealing, you don't always want to run Warlock well and Riggs Tether on a hunter. Galar Born, what would you think of an equipable sentinel shield for the energy slot? Obviously it would need balancing, like you could tank damage and not throw it. I, this is not solving the problem, you're just adding a, a, a crazy exotic that I, would probably break stuff. Uh, JD Turkleton, would you like to see a bestiary added to the collection so we can see detailed models of enemies and bosses and their respective weapon really similar to how their games have it could also include information, attack values defense values, weaknesses, I really enjoy all the art I what you're describing sounds great but that's quality of life and on a scale of 10 being what's really needed in the game right now and 1 being window dressing. This is window dressing. This is, isn't needed right now. It's cool, it would be dope, but it's window dressing. We need massive, massive you know, investment paths and good loopable content, old content repurposed, old gear and NPCs repurposed. We need the game to feel refreshed. This is great, but ultimately right now, this is window dressing. I love your idea. It should be on a post-it note somewhere in Bungie's offices as, like, a if we have time for it. But I I don't think this goes on the front burner right now. Uh, Dargan. Do you think any exotics, uh, are completely useless? If so, which ones and how would you revamp them? I mean, there's a lot of exotics that I just don't think people use. Um, I mean, if you look at, if you look at Titans, uh, Aeon safe, you know, Ashen awake, what is it, Worm God melee kills, increase melee damage, like Worm God caress, like, nobody's really using that, uh, synthesis has buffs melee range, being surrounded buffs damage, I did that just doesn't seem to really rise to the level of exotic, it doesn't, now maybe in PvP some of these are really, really nice, but a lot of these just don't seem you know heart of inmost might using one ability to briefly improve your other abilities I mean that one could be good but you know Kepri's horn the little fire blast that comes out from the rally barricade I just I don't see people really saying oh dude I'm going to use that instead of using uh, I'm going to use that instead of using um, <laughs> what is it uh, uh, one eyed mask you know uh, I just, I don't know. I, I think, I think there's, I think there's plenty, there's plenty of exotics that could just be given a significant more amount of power and utility than what they are right now. Lion's rampant should have the twilight garrison perks. Yeah. The stronghold thing with what is that? That sword thing, blue light moon. Do you think an exotic that provides damage boosts? The more people are using your rally barricade and banner up to six could help provide a better group focused Titan build could make banner shield reload too to let warlocks use something other than Lunafaction. yeah i don't know i mean again i don't want to get lost in the weeds of people just throwing out suggestions so that could help obviously i think anything that adds power and utility is going to help you're like if they made such and such stronger with such and such would that be better yes that's the reason we're having this discussion any suggestion you make that's going to make rally or a super or something stronger Obviously, the answer to the question, could this help? Well, of course it could help. You're, you're, you're trying to meet the pain point that we outlined in the talk. C121, uh, I think this is supposed to be Cricket, says, Do you believe that the class ability for Titans needs to be brought on par with Small Wells and Dodge? Yes. Sasano, I know you like doing your thing, but why not work for Bungie as a consultant? You may have, you have some pretty good ideas. I don't think they need me as a consultant. They can watch my stream. They can watch my videos and listen to my podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I enjoy talking with you guys. I enjoy contributing to the conversation. And so what they don't really need to hire me as a consultant. <laughs> I would love to visit Bungie. I would love to um, be a part of the conversations in the summits and stuff. And maybe that'll happen one day. But for now, like my main focus is just to create dope content and hang out with you guys. Uh king csz what about making the warlock hold the sword down to the ground allowing the buff to actually work similar to the titan holding the shield up oh you're just no i don't know you're gonna make you're gonna make nobody want to run well (laughs) if i gotta stand there and hold the sword like some color guard in a football game Dude, get the frick out of here. I don't wanna do that. I don't wanna stand there and hold that thing. <laughs> That's all, that would not be fun. That would not be fun. I don't I don't I don't wanna see that happen. I don't wanna see that happen to Well of Radiance. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't I don't wanna see that. RP008. Uh, not sure if you answered this already, but do you think any previous exotics or new exotics could make Titan stronger? This is too broad and too generic. Uh, I run strikes. What are your thoughts about getting some supers to interact? As an example, using Chaos Reach on a Titan with shield to reflect the beam to increase damage. You're trying to pull some Avengers stuff here, man. Um, Hunters shooting the Titan hammers, exploding them for increased damage. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This can get too um, arcade-ish. I love it. I love the idea, but I feel like if I'm going to be using chaos reach and like shooting a Titan and then the Titan has to like aim the beam. I don't know, man. That just doesn't, I, I don't, I just doesn't seem like a, something that would work in this, in in the, in this game. Now, if you want to do something where I can change my grenades to be you know some sort of support healing or damage buff and then they don't do any damage to the enemies so I'm making a significant sacrifice of my grenades no longer damage the enemies so I cannot control the ads with these grenades but if I hit my teammates with them it does a little bit of a healing and a little bit of a debuff you know something like that outside of that I don't know if you want to start doing this thing where I use my chaos reach and I shoot your shield and then you aim your shield and you're like Bring, like they did in the Avengers. It sounds so cool but I think implementation and execution would just be, a would not be good. Now, if you want to do something where I can hit your shield with chaos reach and charge it all the way up and then I throw my shield and I aim it at the boss and it's like on the level of a uh, of like a celestial nighthawk shot, you know, maybe we could talk about that. You know, like when Iron Man gets charged up and it's like, <laughs> it's like core power at 400%. He's like, How about that? Because <laughs> the Thor, you know, because Thor's lightning like charged him up. Um, you know, I, I don't know though, that could get a little gimmicky and get a little silly. I, I, I don't know if we want to go too far down that rabbit hole, but there could be some things like that. I don't want to go too far down. In that lane, though, I want people to be able to do things that are quick, easy, accessible. It's supposed to be, as they said, an MMO action game. Action games are supposed to kind of keep things moving, keep things flowing. You know, think Horizon Zero Dawn, think Tomb Raider, think action games where the things you're doing are cool looking and awesome and not super complex and complicated. He got game. What do you think could be done to improve the Burning Maul super and subclass? What about an exotic that extends the super with roaring flames, three times rate Flux, something like Arcstrider? Yeah, again, we're, I'm not going to get down in the weeds of suggestions like this because it just—it's too difficult to even ra- grapple with what that would do to the game. I'm just saying, raise them, make them equal to the other supers and attunements that are in the game right now godly marini i know i asked one earlier i was wondering which titan subclass do you think has the most potential or they could do to make titans stronger already outlined a handful of ideas for miss a coat of the missile and being able to throw your hammer and different things so with that one's already been answered sasano how about bungie introduces pinnacle armor and catalyst for exotic armor i feel bungie focused so much on guns every season the same thing could be added to the raid uh pinnacle armor or adept could be rewarded for completing challenging content um, not a question, suggestion start asking questions or I'm just going to literally read them and skip over them, like you guys that's not a question, that's just you suggesting something um, King CSZ, what do you think about the hunter throwing knife being a one hit kill when hitting the head, equivalent to shoulder charge or charge locknade skipping, warlock, uh, walking dinner what if, uh, would it be good idea to buff titan supers or nerf all other character subclasses, we, yeah, we've already talked about this like, nerfing isn't the solution here, it just isn't Instead of saying, oh, well, Radiant sucks now. I would rather somebody say, oh, these other ones are so much cooler. I'm tempted to use them. That's the way you want to motivate people to switch. MW2 killer. You think Titans are too weak just because we don't have hard content like Heroic Menagerie? I feel like it's where Titans shine the most. The only reason Ursa is shining is because you're going for Flawless. That's the only reason. And you're playing in a super narrow regimented way. No one's doing Crown that way. No one's running Heroic Menagerie that way unless they're going for Flawless. The only reason you're running Ursa is so you can face tank. That's it. It's super narrow. Again, that's the beginning of the conversation. Ursa and that super are literally built Perfectly for flawless heroic menagerie, but that that combination doesn't really land on any other content. So that's the beginning. We need other exotics and other attunements on Titan to meet and rise to endgame pain, because presently he doesn't really do that good golly grieve do you think the newly introduced artifacts and shadow keep will provide the possibility of enhancing weak supers or interact with some weak exotics in some way or should supers and exotics inherently be good i think supers i think i think chevy made a good point supers out of the box and attunements out of the box should be strong and exotics enhance and bring them up a notch instead of being like oh i need exotics the point that i made in my in my talk though was that exotics are the true culprit rigs celestial and luna faction are the main reason those supers are so good but i mean well is just silly out of the box uh gallerborn says what would you think of the warlock well no longer buff damage so you actually need a commander shield for weapons of light again that's a nerf just hate just fate here do you think that if the activities making these subclasses not relevant or is it them just being just a weak subclass i mean it's just weak they don't do anything they don't add anything With Titan Slam in PvE? What does it do for you? I got two pulses, I got shoulder charge, and I can slam the ground a bunch. Good for you. I'll run bottom tree, and my super can last a long time. Good for you. The ads you're killing aren't even that difficult to kill. And now you're off roaming around and in really, really hard content when as soon as your super's out, now you're exposed and weak and overextended. You know? So, Nova Hands. Hey, Leno, do you feel like every class should have at least one support subclass or should there be a unique particular class with Titans or Warlocks? I kind of outlined earlier and said I would love it if everyone had their own version of Celestial. So like they have a super and an exotic combo that can do insane dips. And then everybody should have like an attunement and an exotic that when paired together is like really good for support, really good for tank, you know, really good for whatever. Um, I think that'd be cool. So then no matter who you play, you can run a tank warlock, a DPS warlock, a a support warlock. You can you can kind of Titan, same thing. Uh, Dean Nando, do you think Titans would become more requested if they had an exotic that would heal others behind the shield cone? Well, I don't know what you mean by shield cone. I the thing is, is that they need to start with the basics so when we talked about like Lunas and Not Forgotten getting nerfed and we were like the main issue is recoil and air accuracy on hand cannons on console that needs addressed first and then address Lunas and Not Forgotten later like do it in that order I think you need to do it in that order I think you need to look at the attunements and the supers and the strength of like what Titan brings to the game end game make them better raise them and then You start doing exotics like what you're saying that would be capstone or enhancing or strengthening Existing attunements and existing power because if you don't do that You're basically going to tell people well titan's great once you get this exotic titan's great Once you get this thing that won't drop for you So then you're like well my titan's gonna suck all season. I can't get that exotic to drop so I, that's a good point that people made that I, I guess I should probably should have made in my talk was that exotics are the culprit, but they shouldn't be where we set our focus. So I'm probably gonna get feedback like that in the YouTube comments, right? Right now, people are probably gonna go to the YouTube comments on this video and they're gonna say, you know what? Lono, that's great, but until I get that exotic, that subclass is gonna suck. That attunement's gonna suck. And that's a well-made point. I, I kind of, I didn't, I didn't have that well or thought yet in my brain when I made that video that's that's a good piece of input um uh, walking dinner when you say titans are weak do you just mean in pve or both pve and pvp no titans are very strong in pvp one eyed mask shoulder charge double pulses bottom three striker lasts forever top three striker has shoulder charge and two pulse nades those are, that's a really really strong presence in pvp the shoulder charge the one eyed mask yeah, titans are actually very good the rally the, the towering wall is actually very very helpful uh in very very helpful in in pv uh, pvp because honestly, when when you go into PvP right now, the forward momentum the forward momentum is uh, is really, really good. On a mod's child. Um, you know, forward momentum really, really helps right now. Because you got Lord of Wolves, you got shoulder charge, you got shotguns. Sorry, I had to report an account. Troll Annie, do you think that the changes and buffs we've gotten to the subclasses thus far, Arc Week, are enough? Or do you think budgets should take time to retune, possibly replace certain subclasses? I mean, I, again, this is really, really broad. I don't have specific subclasses and tweaks in mind. I just think Celestial, Riggs, Lunifaction Well we need all the other attunements and we need other exotics and things to match those so that you feel a temptation to turn those off and do something else and to wear something else that like that needs to be the way they do it don't nerf well don't nerf celestial don't nerf rigs tether what you need to do is you need to put you need to push people and have people incentivized to really really want to use different you know different subclasses you know that's that's the thing that's that's the way you drive like i said before there's two ways there are there are multiple ways to there's really two big th- ways you change player behavior one is through incentivization the other is restricting you either restrict their behavior or you incentivize their behavior. You're going to restrict their behavior by being like, well, we nerfed all the supers that you love. Look what happened to Skull Nova. Look what happened to, look what happened to Shards of Galanor, right? It was restrictive. It was nerfed. It was negative. Bleh. Gross. Incentivization, though, look what happens when strong exotics and strong attunements come into the game. Everyone flocks to them. Bungie can take that same idea and say, if we incentivize people to use other exotics use other attunements that's far better you don't feel coerced into the decision you feel like you're making it you know Daniel Rose do you think Titans deserved skating back on console possibly buff hammer Titans Uh, every kill keeps a throwing hammer yeah again we're just getting down to the minutia here down to the you know the micro solutions that you guys we kind of get like this near the end of Q&A people just start like just rapid firing suggestions I don't think Titan Skating is really going to make a difference because of the raw power and support that other subclasses and other attunements offer. Titans don't offer that right now, except for Ursa. And again, that's such a passive, narrow solution, narrow pain point. Unless you're going for Flawless, you don't want Ursa because it's slowing down the team's dips. It's taking that guy out of damage. Ursa's only, only really needed and only helpful when you're going for you know, when you're going for that flawless. Walking dinner. I know we we're talking about exotics, but you do think Peregrine Greaves are good or have the potential in the near future because I think they're great, but they could do better. Peregrine Greaves are obviously probably getting the most play in PvP. I just don't... If I'm going to put on an exotic and it just gives me more strength on a shoulder charge, that just doesn't seem to be really meeting a lot of pain point in PvE content. Endgame PvE content, do I really need, like, a stronger shoulder charge? I don't think so. You know... I don't I don't think so. So that's enough questions, though, because we're getting into that flat tire of people are just, they realize there's no questions in the queue. So they're just like, we're just getting into that thing where people are like rapid firing suggestions. And that's fine. But I think the quality of the podcast kind of starts to go down if I just keep engaging with micro solutions. I think macro solutions, like big solutions, are more needed first. Retune the attunements, make them stronger, make them match, and then start tweaking exotics accordingly. If you want to keep submitting questions, go ahead and do that. I'm going to keep streaming. If you're here live right now, clicking the follow button is an easy way to support me. If you enjoy the this content i've got a new segment coming up that's just like this discussion and q a don't go anywhere it's going to be really good if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always catch me live twitch.tv slash say no to rage and look for my other featured uh segment called stream stop to hit your feeds as well as when you are coming into the stream live as with all of my content appreciate you watching and listening please like share and subscribe